Jimmy, episode 339. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. Yeah, that's right, everybody. We are not going to let a chip shortage get us down. Hell no. Hell no. We are not because we are NetHeads. Welcome, everyone. Another edition. NetHeads. My name is Will. Can't hear you now. What happened? What did I do to you? One second, buddy. Let's try that again. No, no, it wasn't you. It was me. I pressed a button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm Trent. There you go. Very good. Uh, go. If you want to take part in the program, you can. One of so many ways, but the one we'll never let go of because it gives me an opportunity to actually have a reason to uh, turn over the mic to Trent. Uh, tell them how they can do that talk with us, Trent. Yeah, just uh, use the hashtag NetHeads. Uh, I We're still a ways off from basketball season starting up, so it, it is just in our usage right now. <laughs> uh, come March, it's a little bit different. It gets muddied a little bit, but but not too badly. Um, and uh, j- join in the – well, basically, you can just chat with me. Or the best way if you want to, like, chat at us during the week is is by using NetHeads. If you're, so if you're listening or watching after the fact, that's one way that I will see it for sure. Awesome, man. Excellent. Also, you can, uh, even though I don't remember how to tell you to get you there right now, but you can uh, join the NetHeads Discord, which, by the way, if you are a uh, Patreon supporter of NetHeads, you get full access to it, uh, everything in there. It'll automatically connect up to your account. So there's a general chat, and I think we need to set up like a general audio room. But, you know, it's all of this stuff. Look, I'm not going to lie, everybody. Look, I'm I'm an adult male, and yeah. I have a regular job. And the problem yeah. is, not yeah, the yeah, problem. Two regular jobs, almost pretty much, right? Like, oh yeah, something's always getting neglected. So it's one of yeah. three options: I can neglect my main form of employment, my supplementary form of income, or netheads. So guess which one loses every single time. Uh, yeah. But that said, if you are a Patreon supporter, there is exclusive content that does go up. You get exclusive uh, access to certain elements of the uh, of the NetHeads Discord, uh, the special Patreon portal where only you can talk. And uh, and even though I don't have an example here, uh, if you if you did sign up before a certain date, and I'm going to extend it again because I've still got some to ship out, you can get one of the exclusive NetHeads Only 2021 Patreon supporter coins that Trent is not holding up because I haven't even sent him one. Why would well, I do that? I, this is for post. You can put it in post, Will. No, I'm not. That, that would, that's like rotoscoping or, or no, man. No, that just ain't happening. By the way, <laughs> I got to say something because it's it keeps coming up. Uh, it keeps coming up both in when I see you here on camera, but also it seems like every time you post an image to your uh, particular uh, Instagram I take notice of it where you're in it when it's not just the yeah. dogs. Yeah, right. I got to say, man, you, uh, you are, I don't, I've never, I don't, I feel as though I've never known a Trent that is as l- light as you are right now. 
will the the gravitation uh, gravitational force that the Earth has on my corpus has never been as light in our relationship as it is right now. Excellent, man. I wish I could say the same, but I just seem to be stuck at a certain level now, and it's not budging from there. Yeah, you know, and and, and that's fine. And I, I tell this to people all the time. Like, I'm enjoying it while I can because were I to ever change any aspect of, of my social situation, mm-hmm. so would that be reflected in my diet, which then would be reflected in uh, the gravitational force that the Earth has on my body. Fair enough. And Trent, I got to tell you, uh, although I have not lost any more weight, really, like I said, I've been hovering in the area, I am potentially on the precipice of losing some unnecessary technology here in the office. Well, I mean, here's the thing, folks. I know e-waste is a bad thing, but uh, eliminating the e-waste from your life is a very freeing thing and can just get rid of a lot of uh, unneeded anxiety, Will. So congratulations. What what uh, what are you hoping to, to uh, consolidate? Because usually when, when, when you're getting rid of old tech, you're augmenting or, or combining things to, to fill that gap, right? Because you have it for a reason, hopefully. Yes. Uh, well, sort of. Here in, here in our, our wonderful studio situation, the space I like to call my office, uh, we have been rocking a few computers now for a, a bit of time for, for m- multiple, multiple reasons. Uh, one of them is the fact that uh, I do have, uh, uh-oh, hold on a second. For some reason, the YouTube didn't pick up. That happens sometimes, I'm told. I don't know. Well, that's just rude, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Let me check oh. it out real quick. Uh, anyway, uh, one of the things that I have had is a laptop that solely sits in here just to play the sound effects right now. Sure. Okay? So that's that's the, the primary driver for it. And then there's the last one that I assume would be the callers if we ever actually had somebody come in on the Discord or or call anymore. Yeah, yeah like 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 uh like like if they were using their small computer that they put in their pocket to, uh as a VoIP device. Correct. Like if that yeah. were to happen. Um yeah. uh, but uh, you know, I I now have uh, thanks to the benefit of the secondary said job, I now have a secondary machine. Yeah, because look, I, I've got a theory on computers. I always have, and I always will. And and that theory is that every once in a while, when it comes to a PC anyway, they just get junked up, and you got to refresh them. You got to get rid of the stuff that's on them. Oh yeah, yeah. But any computer, man. Like think think of think of any machine. Right. If it's running 24 seven, that it never gets the, the pieces are always uh, um, active. They all there's always tension on 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 some aspect of it, whether it's it's the the electrical or or anything. Yeah, that's 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 just that's just life. Yeah. For some reason, they just uh, they blatantly suck. And so um I don't. I don't know why. I don't know if it's it's because it's the inherency of YouTube or what have you. But it's just it's not a good scene. And yeah. so my main PC has been has been getting iffy. And plus, I'm doing more video editing and the like. So I needed something with a little more oomph. And and you know, sweet mana from heaven provided. 
uh, I was able to get, um, I was able to get the, uh, a new system. It was a, a name you may not be familiar with Lenovo. I, I am familiar. They, they are a big sponsor of motorcycle racing on the international level. Interesting. I did not know that. Um, and, uh, the interesting thing though, is apparently this computer could not come to me directly because of power consumption laws. Uh, and so what I mean by that is, you know what I, uh, look, I'm so thrown off. This thing has been, uh, Jimmy, it, it's been janked and I'm just thinking maybe we should restart. I don't want to yeah. restart though. So we're going to, sure. we're going to do a soft restart. What I'm trying to say is I got a new computer, but I couldn't get into the, into California because it, uh, it, it is, uh, it consumes too much power according to new laws that were passed. Couldn't be sold here. So apparently it had to travel through a chain to get here. <laughs> But I'm thankful it is here because now, like I was saying, I potentially would be able to take you, my friend, uh, and, and well, actually I have, you're on a completely isolated system now. It's just you. Yeah. And, and um, which is great because it's on the new computer. And now the old computer is just the streaming computer. My video comes into it. Uh, your video comes into it through a capture device. And, and that'll be even better, uh, you know, if I'm streaming gaming, because now I can have one computer focused on gaming and one focused on streaming. But the best part, Trent, is that now I think that means I could, by capturing the desktop audio, as long as nothing else is running on the old computer, right. I think I can take both the sound effects and the Discord have them over there. The only thing that happens is the Discord. See, this is where it always breaks down in my line of thinking. Yeah. Because then the Discord potentially wouldn't hear it because they would only hear things coming from the mixer because you can't hear something from the same computer. Un unless you got like an HDMI audio extractor. Yeah, that sounds like more technology and stuff. It's just a dongle. Just a dongle? Just, just, just something to go uh, in, in your HDMI line. Just, yeah. a, just a dongle will do you guys. Yeah. So... Uh, I, I'm potentially thinking I could do that, which would be great because then I would be able to eliminate one of the two stream decks on my desk because I literally yes. am just using one stream deck for sound effects. Which yeah, I'm heartbroken yeah. to report. I didn't even find. Well, that's strange. So I can do that on the fly. But now I could have that for camera angles and the like because yeah. with so much going on, like I don't have time to, to uh, pay attention to the uh the discord and this and that so if i could just be isolated down two stream screens and i don't have yeah. to look at obs by the way this is the kind of stuff that i talk about drives my wife nuts doesn't care absolutely doesn't care not so, into it uh so with that though i got to tell you one of the most uh interesting and most uh amazing items that i've ever owned when it comes to setting up new computers um, yeah for for like the ease of integrating a new system into your setup and the like uh, is actually one of these. Okay. You're like, what, uh, what is it? Well, What's your I, guess? I, I, well, and, and for, for those who may have been uh, listening to the Patreon, um, yeah, we have one of those in my office and I use it all the time, uh, to put the serial numbers on the back of, uh, equipment. So when, um, facilities is coming through and doing an inventory on all of our equipment, making sure no one's stolen it, that the serial number is easily accessible and they can just write it down and move on to the next, uh, high dollar item that's in our inventory. So, uh, yeah, I use, I use my, uh, or at least at work, I, I use the label printer all the time. Not a label printer, but good, good guess based on, on what okay. it looks like. 
Okay. Also, I do I do appreciate the fact that it is. Uh, I'm I appreciate the fact that it's shaped kind of like the uh, the Dark Knight Batman uh, symbol. Like if you just look at it from yeah, this angle, that, the really fat uh, bat. The, yeah, the Dark Knight Returns one as well. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Frank uh, Miller version. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, this is actually a miniature keyboard and mouse which uses standard. Um, keyboard drivers so you just slip this bad uh, bad boys usb connector into your computer and you've instantly got a keyboard and mouse on your new computer so all you have to do is be able to hook it up to a new a monitor to do whatever you need to do without having to worry about another keyboard and another mouse and everything else because i don't know about your situation trent but but where i'm at in life i am i'm controlling now four computers via one keyboard and mouse are you, uh, with um synergy is that what correct if you go to s-y-m-l-e-s-s.com seamless.com i use synergy oh, yeah, of course. that's right yeah it's the company yeah. yeah oh and by the way we are still accompanied by uh vector and uh emo here on the show so they are both still here they both have their own cameras they have their own followers, I think, too. I should almost make them in their own accounts. Uh, anyway, I, I use this, and it's great because when you do that, or when you're just getting a computer set up or anything else, uh, yeah. because, you know, it's if you think about it, you've already got one computer. It's a pain to have to, like, swap your USB cables for uh, your keyboard and mouse to be able to set up the new machine or what have you. Uh, yep. And in here, to add a new computer to the seamless keyboard and mouse sharing software... Now all I need is that Ethernet connection on the back, this little right. doohickey, and a and a and a monitor, and and you're you're going you're headed to the races, my friend. Yeah, you're 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 going to Pound Town. Yes, exactly. No, yeah. not at no. all. But not that. But still, I I would say these are are one of the one of the easiest hacks. And the important thing is not to get the Bluetooth version, but to get the one where it uses uh probably it's two point four gigahertz on the signal, but it uses its own connection to that USB connector. So it's like dedicated to the device, which uh, I am also appreciative of the replaceable batteries and the place to put that so you don't lose the damn thing between computers. You know, right? Always <laughs> important. I've used this on countless number of computers. As a matter of fact, recently, I this is going to sound so weird, but Trent, I was dealing with technology from last the last century. Wait, what? I know it sounds weird. Uh, my mother-in-law had an old Apple uh, Power Mac Cube. I think is the name. Of the oh, model. I see what you mean. But from from the from the nineteen aughts. Yeah, nineteen. Yes, it was. A, it was okay. made in the nineties, I think. Or it was a turn of the century machine. It was in the ninety nine sure. or two thousand. It, uh, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a gateway two thousand, was it? No, it wasn't. No, it was. Oh. It was an Apple MacBook Cube, not MacBook. Uh, Power Power Mac Cube, which I think was the predecessor to the inspiration for the Mac Mini. Uh, and okay. you know, look, the whole point is she just had the computer, and she's like, "Can you uh, wipe the drive for me, and then I'm going to sell it?" And I'm like, "Sure." Thinking it would be easy, you know, let's just put yeah. a new operating system on it. For the first time in a long time, I was completely stymied by trying to get something done because I was just caught in a world where I couldn't create a boot drive 
for a device and then put a clean operating system on it because that thing can only it can only run certain operating systems and unless right. you have the actual uh disk whatever image, version it was. yeah 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 well and that that's the thing uh because like uh they don't it's not like you can just download old versions of mac os right the, the, is it three three generations they'll they'll still have they may not even support but they'll they'll still have fresh versions on the website or something like that because i had to try and recently do that for a computer we were going to send to bid sell um which is you know just the surplus stuff that you can sell to the public from uh, government entities and there was no like I, I could clean it as best as I could, but I couldn't install a new image on the on the disk. Yeah, that's. I mean, I I could have gotten it to the point where I at least completely blew it away. I could totally uh, wipe it clean, or I could uh, have an operating system on it and just do a mild reset of the data, which is yeah. what I ended up doing. So technically, there's still data on there, but my mother-in-law hasn't touched it in 20 years. So realistically, I don't think there's anything at risk. Right. And then after all that, she's just like, well, could you just sell it for me? Because I don't care. Uh, I don't want to deal with it. I've been selling so many things. So <laughs> now it's just a, yet another piece of crap sitting around my house that yep. I've done nothing with. Sure. Uh, sure. But, I, but anyway, once I get all my crap worked out here, which apparently can't even get us to YouTube, um, once I get everything worked out here, I think I'll at least be able to get rid of one computer in here. Uh, which would be great. I would really love to reduce the number of monitors overall, and uh, that would be a good step. But I do have to tell you too, Trent, that uh, I just I, I just started in my main line of employment. I just started a new job, and uh, that comes with certain budgetary compensations for sure. work at home because of the COVIDness of things. Yep. So I did just get uh, HD monitors, all around 4K monitors for the four primary monitors I use. And oh my gosh, dude, I, so, did, I did not realize the world I wasn't seeing. So, so here's my question for you. What softwares have a hard time scaling? <laughs> so far, none, because they're all okay. still just running. I'm only running 1920 by 1080. I'm running ah. 1080p here, you know. Yeah. We're not yeah. going full blown crazy with the 4K. I don't. I don't. I don't have the patience or time for that. Yeah, uh, I run into that problem a lot because uh, I work a lot with the um, Windows Surface Pro Studios, and they are a, 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 a three two ratio. So they're like five thousand slat by something whatever. They're over 4K, and to scale to capture devices doesn't work at all. Uh, so I have to always. Change, modify it somehow to at least a 16 by nine. Sweet. Yeah, that happens. And, and, and I, I like, I, I don't know what you run into, but, uh, I have been in situations where like, uh, coworkers will share their screens and they've got the ultra wide ultra HD monitors. Oh, and it's like, I really appreciate you trying to share, but I literally can't read a single thing on your monitor right now. Not a thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we have that problem too in uh, like in, like in the control room uh, coming off of those uh, surface pros uh, where if I like the the scaling to any other monitor is just so bizarre and weird that everything just looks wholly distorted. I completely understand. I totally and completely understand. Speaking of which too, you've kind of been forced to I've lived in two worlds for a long time. I'm very fluid. I'm very operating system fluid, if you will. Yes, I can, you are. 
yeah. I can slide in and out of Mac or PC however I like. But but you've kind of been forced into the Mac world. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, I have. And it has been a shit show, my friend. And why is that? Uh, just because, um, I mean, you know, computers are like cars, as my brother, the mechanic, would say. They're all pieces of shit and they're all going to break eventually. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, he asked all the time you know what 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 car should i buy what's 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 the best new whatever and, and that's his go-to response um but it is just uh so difficult when you're so used to uh one way of doing something to switch over and then finding out that there's not a way to do something that you want to do only makes it more infuriating i could completely understand that like, like, how do you quickly go to the, uh, like, a file path in uh, Apple Finder? It, oh, in, in like, Windows, like where, yeah, in where is the file? And where is this particular yep. file? Yeah, so, and, like, and, I want to copy the file path of the file I'm, I'm, I'm cur currently seeing. I have to, like, uh, go to, like, get file info, copy, pay, or in Windows, you just copy the, the like, not in, like, the URL bar at the top. Yeah, exactly. Path. And and yeah. for that you need to go in to get info. Yep. And and it's it's just it's little stuff like that. You know what I mean? It, it, as a whole, this is the, you know, the 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 most uh bougie problem I could ever have. <laughs> That's true. You know, you're like, "Hey, well, you know, uh, I I feel the same way about almost every issue kind of in my life. It's kind of like, well, this is not a real problem." Right, there exactly. Are, or as as you're fond of saying, there are far better people yeah, worse things happen to much better people. There we go. See, I knew I knew you knew her. I knew I knew yeah. you'd know the jive I was throwing. Absolutely. Um, well, I'm with you there. Uh it's 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 interesting and frustrating kind of trying to slide between the two, especially when you use certain things in your home. Wow, we really are a top tech show talking about top tech, but you know, when it comes to things like a shared hard drive. Uh, on your network, it feels like PCs don't have as many issues as Macs do trying to connect to them. And I say that with a certain grain of salt. Right now, I'm kind of in that bringing a new computer in and having some shared one network shared hard drive in here, uh, one NAS, if you will. Yes. And that particular network accessible share is um, it, it, it sometimes is read by some systems as only a media device. Like a fresh uh -huh. Windows 10 install, like the one I'm probably rocking right now with, that you're on. So I had to use a USB drive to put the thumbnail for the YouTube video nobody could see right now. Um, but the good news is that's created for when I, I put, do this in post after the fact. Uh, so, it, But it seems like Macs have more challenges trying to access those types of resources than PCs do. It's just, yeah. I don't blame people. It's easier to make things for a PC, it, it feels yeah. like. Well, well, it's, it's, um, you know, it's, and, and I know exactly what you're talking about because, uh, I do a lot of, um, video capturing from like a presenter's, uh, screen and, uh, Mac the like, I, I totally get the, and there's very true to their brand in that they want to eliminate the decisions for the user, right? They want to keep it as easy as possible. And so they use bonjour, to make all those decisions for the user in connecting to other devices or and and airplay etc the problem is bonjour doesn't know everything or know how to interact with things that aren't made for bonjour correct and, and why do they name something as frustrating oh. as that anyway 
<laughs> for the love of God. So French, man. Come on. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need that kind of French stuff in our world. The only, the only thing that's French in my life is a tickler. You couldn't go with fry? Oh, I guess so. Yeah, fries. You couldn't that's... go with fry? Ever, ever since ought to, we call them freedom fries in my house. Fair enough. Okay. I'll let that one go, too. You freak. Um... <laughs> Hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith. Would you like to wake and bake with me like three times a week? Uh, would you like to hear me talk to my wife about intimate details about our personal life, which in 21 years of being married ain't really all that exciting anymore? Would you like to hear all the old episodes of Fat Man on Batman, where I used to sit down and record one-on-one interviews with people and stuff? Uh, do you want to listen to old episodes of Jane Silent Bob Get Old? There's one place where you got to go, man. Join me at That Kevin Smith Club. That's right. If you go to thatkevinsmithclub.com, you can join as a clerk or a mall rat or a yoga hoser or a fun employee, man. There's all different levels. Uh, but you get access to really cool stuff, including cartoons nobody sees anymore, uh, stand-up specials nobody's ever seen, movies people don't get to see anymore. It's all right there in the Smithsonian screening room, man. And the uh, podcast library is deep, kids. It's deep, man. Except for Hollywood Babylon. That's available over at the Ralph Report. So for everything else, come to thatkevinsmithclub.com, man. And we want to club you. Don't you want to club Kevin Smith? Here's your chance. Thatkevinsmithclub.com. Uh, so, so Trent, I've, I've got to ask you, uh, speaking of the show title that I just pasted into the newly created item for YouTube, uh, I titled it Marvel Shang Chi'd me because, well, first of all, I got to be honest, my first adventure back to a movie theater, you would probably think it was Shang Chi, right? You're like, it had to have been Shang Chi. <sighs> I'm trying to remember. Did you go see the Black Widow? I did not go see the black. Uh, look, I'm going to be honest, bro. You're not going. Okay. I'm not going to guess. It. You're not going to guess it. You are not. Okay. There is no okay. way in hell you would be guessing this item. And the reason why is because you would not expect me of all people to be saying, yeah, my first movie in a movie theater was, uh, the Paw Patrol movie, which it was because my daughter came to me, yep. my Makes beautiful sense. baby girl came to yep. me. And she said, uh, all of my friends are seeing this and I want to go see it. And I think she instantly assumed it was in the theater, but, mm -hmm. uh, it turns out actually it was also on, uh, HBO max. Sure. Gosh, darn it. So, uh, in that particular case, that was my first movie in, but Shang-Chi was my second movie back in a movie theater. Now I, I gotta say, uh, I really loved it. So Trent, what was your, what was your impression of the movie? I, you know, I have I have yet to break the seal on the return to a uh, movie theater. Well, I've I've yet to do that. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I maybe I'll. I, I I've got a colleague of mine. I I haven't heard back from him, but I did hit him up and asked if we needed to schedule a Monday uh, meeting in the afternoon, uh, just for that purpose. Yeah, I I'm gonna say, as long as you're in a quality movie theater, I don't know if again. I'm talking about problems that aren't really problems. Sure. sure. Um, I don't know if it's because, you know, I've got 4K at home or what have you, but it yeah. seems like at my local Megaplex, 
If I don't go into, uh, I don't know about IMAX because I haven't seen an IMAX screen in a while, but we have uh, Dolby Cinema in our local Megaplex, which the picture is so sharp and so clear. Yeah. And the picture at home is so sharp and so clear. I feel like every other screen I go to see something on, it's absolute crap in the Megaplex now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I felt that I have felt that way since Avengers Infinity War, which is around the same time I did upgrade the home TV. Uh, yeah. Avengers, I saw them. I saw Shang Chi in the exact same part of the Megaplex that I saw Avengers Infinity War. That I had no complaints with whatsoever when I saw it. Yeah. Um, but I will say that uh, I there was noticeable quality loss that really annoyed the piss out of me. And had I known that I would encounter that before going back in, I may have just waited for the Disney Plus of it on October 18th. Oh, is that when it's coming out? Yes. Yeah. It's uh, it's still over a month away. Uh, but I will say that uh, since you have not seen it, I will just simply say. It is an because I really don't view Black Widow as the first step into phase four, really. The only thing that Black Widow has is one element to kind of tie it into the uh, MCU for relevance for some characters moving forward, right? But yeah, not- I, and I, yeah, I would, I would assume, and again, haven't seen it, I would assume that has to do with Hawkeye as the uh, they've, they've just made all of the, and but that's that's a that's a TV series, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's one of the Disney Plus's TV okay. series, and yeah. you're right. That does seem to tie it into Hawkeye, but it's okay that you haven't seen it because it's not coming till November. We just got a trailer for it, Trent. Did you know that? Yeah, and, and Pizza Dog was in it, Will. What? The greatest character of of all coming off of, of uh, uh, Matt Fraction and uh, uh, David Ajna and a uh, fill-in artist, uh, Steve Lieber. Uh, yeah, they, they, they have a dog. Uh, who's who's like befriended by Hawkeye and he becomes his his living like roommate. There's even oh man, some of the best comics I've ever read are just about Pizza Dog and have no dialogue at all. They're just pictures of the dog interacting with it with its world around it. You're talking nonsense. But anyway, no, I see this is why I love our relationship because there are there are I represent the majority right of the Marvel audience. Sure. Of, yes, 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 of, yes. of the MCU. Yep. I have just enough information to be dangerous. And in some cases, I might have that deep cut info. You know, if it's yeah. generally Spider-Man related. Totally. I can, up to a certain point, I can come at you with facts. You, yeah. however, are very deep cuts overall. I was not even aware of, of Pizza Dog. Oh, dude. Yeah. Um yeah, in fact, if, if you ever want something good to read on, on the Marvel Unlimited, just look up uh, David Aja's art. Oh, it's it's really stylized, too, very minimalistic, and it has a lot of graphic design influence as well. It is, man. It really changed the game. Right on. I didn't I didn't catch any of but, it. Yeah, I, I saw I, I I have seen the trailer for that. I'll tell you what, have you watched have you watched um Kim's Convenience? No. No, I haven't. Uh I am a big fan of, and I'm, I'm I apologize because I'm not sure of how to pronounce his names. Uh, Simu Liu, Simu Liu, I believe. Simu- I think. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah, uh, because he crushes it. Like he is just the most endearing, nice, like just oozing charisma as it gets in Kim's Convenience. Um, and I, I went down a, uh, as soon as he was announced as as being cast for the role. 
I went kind of to his IMDb page, and the only thing on his IMDb page that he had posted is his um, his stunt reel. Oh. And he is really into like doing his own stunts to the point where I started following him on Instagram and he'll, he'll like post just like these shorts that he and his buddies will make on the weekend or whatever of, of just like throwing together a few fight scenes or whatever. I am beyond stoked for this in, in the hopes that they can rectify the just awful, awful shit show that was um, Iron Fist. <laughs> Good point. They when do. It comes to Marshall, they look, right? They so, do. Yeah. Okay. They do. I found Shang Chi to be even in its limited visual capacity. I thought saw it in a really good movie. I I I do admit that I feel that there are, it could have done it could have benefited from some editing, some trimming, some well, elements. Mm-hmm. But as everything. I no, I wouldn't necessarily say that. Like, there's a very little in Endgame I would cut out. Ant Man and the oh, Wasp, for example. Huh? Everything about Hawkeye. Wow, you were just bitter. It just it makes no sense. Why? Just it's 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 a classic misdirect that we think, oh, Hawkeye's gonna die. No, he's not gonna die. I... He don't. He doesn't need a family. That's stupid. Wow. Okay, never mind. This is, you know, there's some char- people that love that character and are pissed about the way he really? the coverage he did get. Yes, they they really do. MC Chris, one of them. He love he's a big Hawkeye fan. He when Avengers came out, he was so pissed that Hawkeye was instantly just made a bitch. Well, see, and and that's what I'm saying, like like I I love Hawkeye. I hate the MCU representation of Hawkeye. Because there was no representation until all of a sudden they interject this family into him and we're supposed to care for some reason. Well, yeah, because he's a family man. Actually, sure. the only th- the only thing about the introduction of his family that made a difference was to future elements of Hawkeye's story in the MCU. Because now that we know he has a family, you know, the, the very opening of Endgame, spoilers, if you haven't, the hell, yeah. 2019 people. Three years uh, out. It, it the that adds to the gravity of the situation in the opening when this guy he's not even connected with the events much in the same way that Ant-Man wasn't had no idea anything was going on and then just suddenly you know he's having a, a, a family picnic at, at, on the farm with his family and yeah. he turns around and one kid's gone and then everybody else yeah. is gone so that's it but you know, yeah. does is that, why are we suddenly breaking down Endgame? I don't know. But you know, you have a point though. Does even adding that element really make you make it relevant that he then goes off into living this life of well, if I can't have nice things in my life, then the bad people that are left aren't going to either. All right? I can say is if if uh, you know half of the world's population just disappeared, I think the last thing on anyone's uh, to do list would be to stop uh, hits being made on organized crime mafiosos. But, hey, that's me. Well, that maybe is, the, maybe mean, the events are into that. Honestly, that is kind of the way that it, it played out in Endgame because they're just like, uh, 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 what's his name? War Machine. I don't know why. Uh, oh, Rhodey. Yeah, Rhodey is just like, yeah. I mean, essentially he's saying uh, it happened again. And I, I kind of feel like we need to do something about this, you know, but it wasn't like an emphatic, we got to yeah. go after Barton. Eh, not really. 
No, but at the same time, uh, you know, in in a world where fifty percent of everything is gone, what the hell has organized crime rose up to do that they couldn't actually capitalize on going legit and still making a ton of money? Is my question. You know what I mean? Well, that, yeah, that's just it. it. At that point, that would be the the only way to get anything. It would be through a black market of sorts. I would assume, as just as just infrastructure and uh, economy would would grind to a halt. Well, I mean, it did look kind of bleak, but anyway. Shang-Chi's a good movie, Trent. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I want to see it. I am so stoked. Like that, that I have not been stoked for a Marvel movie in since since well, we haven't really had that many, but that's the first one that I'm excited to see. Yeah. I you know, I, I would have been more excited for Black Widow if Black Widow I think I think Black Widow had more of a place. If you didn't have to take it into the end credit sequence end, end credit scene, I think that is a movie that would have been a great movie to slap in between. A Civil War and Endgame. It would have been another great movie. Her story came way too late, and it's like yeah, not as a retrospective look, but as as like something that was happening within the timeline. Yeah, although arguably, again, you could have still more Black Widow movies because there is still time before she gets the Quinjet, which I always just assumed was the Quinjet from Civil War. Weird me, um, but there's also uh, you know there's time between Infinity War. And, well, Civil War and Infinity War. So there could still be more if she weren't completely like telling probably Disney to F off. Now, there could still be more Black Widow movies with her character in that, that sure. gap time. Um, but or, or in the retrospect, you know, cast a younger character and, and have her origin story. Could be, even though we got a little bit of that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying, though, is Shang-Chi was more, it felt more of like an introduction to this new Marvel phase of phase four, which is true. When you think about the way it's playing out, all the things we're seeing on Disney Plus, because with WandaVision, you know, they bring in more of the magical side of things and we're introduced to the concept of chaos magic. And, and she can. Yeah. Which they, I don't think they even emphasized in one division enough that like literally she is at this moment, the most powerful character in the MCU because she yep. can rewrite reality. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, like un until they bring in the silver surfer, uh, She's the most, her, her power level is the highest. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Shang-Chi is again, it's, it's some of it. It actually has when you stay through the end sequence, no spoilers really in this. It has both the mystical, the magical element. And mm -hmm. I believe it has some of the galactic element. Yes. In it. I think they're doing that with the origin of the 10 rings themselves uh yeah. so uh so and what was it that they said in uh falcon and the winter soldier it's either oh and did they have any androids in it i don't think they had androids in it because it's either wizards androids or or <laughs> yeah uh aliens uh, aliens yeah which fing 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 fang foom is an alien who what when fing fang foom which is the 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 giant dragon Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't, they did say something about the dragon that was there, but interestingly so, enough, tying it in with Loki as well, they are referring to other dimensions in this. Uh, okay. So sure. like one of the big things they have to do in Shang-Chi is to stop kind of an interdimensional anyway. Enough said. Good movie. I hope you enjoy it. Can't wait to hear about you uh, talking about it. Also want to say a very belated happy birthday to you, Trent. This is your birth okay. month. 
thank you. Yeah, I. Uh, yes, it was. How did you it celebrate did. your birthday? Uh, I oh I uh took the day off from work and took a load of uh, green waste to the dump. You told me about this because I because yeah. I had to do a mea culpa and say hey, happy belated birthday. Uh, you know you normally don't want me to acknowledge your birthday, so boy did I fulfill that. Yeah, yeah no, it was great. I I couldn't have asked for a, a better birthday. You're like I was by myself. I got rid of some junk. It was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. and it was a part of the dump I'd never seen before. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's just all you know, wood, wood without like uh, non-construction wood. So it's it's all the wood and stuff that's been in my yard over the years, from trees falling and what have you. And uh, man, I was just blown away at how how many just giant stumps were out there, like. <laughs> Like trees as big as a car, man. It was awesome. My assumption is that this is wood that can still be repurposed somehow, and that's why it goes to a different area. Yeah, it's it's uh, since it hasn't been treated, so plywood doesn't doesn't count because it has like glue and stuff in it. Uh, so it, it'll be chopped down and, and used in mulch. Oh, very nice, very nice. So look at you being ecologically responsible while not even meaning to be. Well, and you don't have anything else you have to pay to have. Uh, take to the dump so you know if it's green waste you don't have to pay for it oh you even better it. so is it, yeah. you got to get rid of stuff for free and it wasn't on the side yeah. of an abandoned road so even better yeah um and and another nice thing about that was that my wife made sure to wish you a happy birthday on social she media he did, he did. <laughs> sweetheart and i'm like oh my gosh i because september 1st is really easy to remember i mean but it's, it's also there's so much shit going on that uh, always like school starting and then right after that you've got Labor Day like and and it's your last like vestiges of like trying to hold on to that sad sad summer that has just disappeared and you don't even know what happened to it like like September is the Sunday of summer man you're right because you got to go to work on Monday yeah you're right just like we have to go to work on Monday. well you might you might have a special meeting which I would encourage you to do yeah um. So that was a little awkward in our house when my wife reminded me that, uh, <laughs> why didn't, or she brought up, why didn't you? At which point I'm like, You're oh, like, that's, that's not his jam. He's, he's, he's okay without it. It's September 2nd. Damn it. Um, <laughs> but, but congratulations, uh, on, on creating, on surviving another traversal around the sun. Um, yes. as long as we're into the nerd of it all, I guess I may as well. Why am I asking? Oh, you asked me if what F is happening. So no, you're not watching it. Um, really interesting. I can't wait for you to watch that and catch your perspective on it. They gave us both, you know, a preseason trailer and then a midseason trailer for it. And we've so seen some break right now. What's that? It's at the midseason break. Yeah. I think the one we just got, well, I mean, I don't know because I don't know. I, okay, this one fell between five and six. So, yeah. So, I think we're probably going to be getting 10 episodes of what if. I don't keep up sure. with the trades on, on yeah. how many of these are, but uh, it's been really interesting the way they've been doing it. I don't think I'm going to say something that's a spoiler here uh, because okay. I thought what if may just be in like a little in between uh, uh, meals thing that they give you. Uh, a palate cleanser, if you will, because, you know, like, uh, I don't know about you. I went into this thinking it's an anthology show, right? Just sure. isolated stories. Well, and, 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 and the fact that it's animated, right. Uh, that would lend to, uh, maybe less gravity or, um, 
uh, official canon in timeline type stuff because that's what what if is anyways right from 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 its inception in the comics yeah i mean it did bring us some of the greatest stories to ponder that weren't absurd like what if spider-man's clone had lived which you know, yep. ended up becoming a, st- a hated storyline. And from what I understand as well, uh, we've got more uh, clone action coming back with uh, once again, uh, Ben Parker coming back into the Spider-Man universe, if you will, in, in yeah. print. I think that, you know, or or classics that just really shook the Marvel universe to its core. Like, what if Aunt May was the Herald of Galactus? Oh, wow. I never even pondered they went so crazy um, but i will say that if you look i can i can say this without spoiling because if you look at the trailers there are clear indications that some of these what if elements that they're leading to will culminate in something because we see some of these what if characters crossing their universes assumptively because uh, there's like the first one is what if uh, Peggy Carter got the super soldier serum and became Captain Carter. Uh, okay. Another one was what if Doctor Strange lost his heart, but they meant romantically uh. um, and he ends up becoming, uh, I think they refer to him as uh, the, like the superior strange or something along those lines. Uh, so we have a very dark version of Doctor Strange out there. Um, oh, that's a little spoilery, Will, but whatever. Um, what else? Uh, what if T'Challa was picked up? Uh, what if T'Challa became Star Lord, basically? And oh, that's and fun. How that happens. So, yeah. but we've seen some of these characters now together as well in the trailers. So I think. Uh, it's okay. building up. And there's one visual cue. Again, I don't believe this is spoilery, but as the story is being told from episode one now through six, we keep seeing an interesting creative thing that I'm sure the writer's room asked animation to do. Because in the first episodes, Watu, oh, Wa, yeah, Watu is uh-huh. seen like almost as a galactic silhouette. And then in later episodes, he he's at least outlined a little more, but kind of diffused into the massive background. So as these episodes keep getting closer to the culmination, we see him in much greater detail, so much so that in the last one, which was, uh, let me see if I get this right. I should, because I just, oh, what if uh, Killmonger had saved Tony Stark? And in this one, when he's in, when you see him talking, like as part of the background, full facial detail, you can see who the character is. So, and of course, every episode talks about how he sees everything, but is sworn not to intervene. And so, I mean, I just feel like it's all building up to where he's going to intervene. That's what, that's the point. It's going to, he's going to bring all of something together to save something precious. And 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 hopefully, hopefully, it's to introduce you know because he because he was part of the Fox package um, of the Fantastic Four. So hopefully, it's an introduction of of the world's greatest superhero team of all time, according to the publishers of their comic book. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what it is. I don't know what it is, but that's my prediction. It's the only kind of thing I'll really say about what if, but it has been entertaining. I will tell you though, there are quite a few episodes that either end on a cliffhanger or a real down note, man. So good, good. good. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit real. If you will. I, I, I like that. Yeah. We'll see. And that's, again, that's, that's what you, you never know what, 
what type of animation they're going to go with. When I say animation, I mean like, is, is this going to be like an all ages thing? Is this going to be uh, kid specific? Uh, you know, uh, because because animation, despite it being just a form of media in, in the States, only until, you know, fairly recently, d- despite, you know, outliers like heavy metal has just been for the kids. Yeah, yeah, definitely not heavy metal, but uh, I well, I kind of th- I kind of thought that that's what this was gonna be. Um, yeah, that's what, that's what I didn't know because they didn't really say going into it. Yeah, I, uh, I I had no idea, and honestly speaking, having been in Hall H in 2019 when it was announced, I too I thought it was just gonna be this throwaway thing, but I I don't feel that they're now that I we're seeing this. There's a look, there's a guy on TikTok, Straw Hat Goofy, 2.2 million followers just from talking about movies. And mm-hmm. he dropped that he believes that the reason for the animated series is because they could have through animation all of these possibilities without having to truly pay the talent, if you will. So speaking of which, who do they do they have the actual actors doing the voice acting or do they have their uh, their amalgamations from the past reiterations of like the amazing Spider-Man stuff that they've, you know, the 10 series they've got of that? No. Um, well, there are certain actors like Chris Evans, uh, Robert Downey Jr. weren't uh, providing their voices. Those are just the two immediate ones. I'm not sure if. um uh, the chick from Lost that is the Wasp. I'm not sure that was her voice. And I'm sure due to Sony contractual reasons, we didn't get uh, Tom yeah. Holland doing Spider-Man, but we did get to see Spider-Man in What If. So Look, man, nice. how how about the guy that does the Tony Stark voice acting in all of the Marvel animation being a dead-on ringer for Robert Downey, though? You know, when they did the trailer for What If, I did not connect with it. I didn't, I didn't feel like it was a good job. But in the episode, you can definitely hear more of the Robert Downey Jr.-isms of Tony Stark in there. So he did a really good job. Sure. Yeah, because um, in past series, it's, it's, I've always just been blown away at how much it sounds like Robert Downey Jr., well, what I'm, what I'm, what Straw Hat Goofy said, which I probably agree with at this point, is I believe that the What If series is a great entertainment venue where they're using animation just for the money saving aspect for it. But I have a funny feeling that, uh, and I think Straw Hat Goofy may be right here. I believe that what we're going to find is that Watu may be a very real CGI character in the actual movies. In other well- words, I don't think there is any one of these MCU series we're going to see on Disney Plus that are in any way a throwaway just to sure. be entertainment. Well, and and I mean, we we do know that the what if if the end credits are to be canonized and believed within the MCU, we know that the Watchers exist within the universe because we saw them talking to Stan Lee. That wasn't even an end credits, brother. Remember, they were they were hopping through, they were doing too many jumps, and that is oh, where we first saw them. Yeah, that's that's where it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so we know they got the 3D models ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this became a lot more uh, Marvel heavy than I anticipated it, but, you know, there's a lot going on. And, you know, it, but there is so much great TV out there. Like, I don't know if you have been catching it, uh, but uh, Apple, yeah, of course you're not, because I'm going to say it's Apple TV, which I don't even know. Ted if Lasso, the Ted Lasso. Oh, my gosh. It is just such a... Everyone is talking about it at work, man. 
I gotta watch it. I was a late comer. I didn't. You'd be proud. I didn't watch it until all ten episodes had dropped oh. on Apple TV for the first season. And it felt like you were you were Ted Lasso's best friend by the end of the uh, of watching it all, didn't you? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And now, you know, I'm regretting it because I didn't I didn't start season two until they got it to about episode eight. And then I'm like, I, I just can't take it anymore. I got it. People are too many people are talking about it. I got to I got to take care of this. Yep. And and so I started watching and now I'm just pissed. Same way I am. kind. Of, but what if it doesn't really end on cliffhangers? So I'm OK with watching it weekly. And and it's there. I mean, the what if episodes are meant to be standalone episodes, too. Right. Like sort of all, they might tie together. You can still just watch one episode. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Until probably the last one the last, where everything's yeah. going to... And yeah. I'm sure... I'm already predicting now that by the last two episodes, we're probably going to encounter, because we haven't yet, we're going to encounter credit scenes, and it's going to be some of this assembling, if you will. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. that's, that's, what they, that's what they do in the MCU. They assemble. Yeah. So, so um, you know, this, this, this would be a good time to introduce some of the many different... Uh, 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 teams that do a lot of like what the time variance does. Yeah, which, which by the way, I still love conceptually what they did there overall with the with the whole concept of the time variance. I mean, I know it was in the comics, but the way they utilized it in the MCU was great. Uh, if 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 for no other reason, uh, because it it gives us a greater insight into the multiverse and kind of how the multiverse has sort of been held at bay, even though I find, I feel more like in a way what was really happening. And I think this may be what, uh, the, the, the man who waits or whatever they referred to that version of Kang. Uh, as. Yeah. Um, they, you know, I think that story within there was more about not, eliminating a multiverse but isolating one part of the multiverse from the others which yeah. is which interestingly enough is a similar concept brought up in the season finale of Rick and Morty which yeah like like because otherwise you get into the speculation and the the untellable like if this is if you're trying to suspend disbelief in storytelling and you introduce uh, the multiverse without having set rules based, right? Literally, you can d use a, a Deus Ex Machina for anything and never have to explain it. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and then that then just loses, you know, uh, the the kite can only fly as high as as the as it is tethered to the ground, so to speak. Well, if it'll make you feel any better, Trent, because you've been getting the Ted Lasso pressure, I'm relatively certain that we're within two weeks of season two being completed. So if you were to somehow get yep. access, yep. you'd be ready to jump in and just digest yep. all two seasons. Rest assured, resting assured that there's also a third season already that's been negotiated. Yeah, and and at least from from what I've been told by the the fanboys with whom I work, uh, and that's it. Uh, it was it was all it was created with three seasons in mind, and there's no plans for anything else. Oh man, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I I think that really all depends in the long run, right? Because yeah. 
Oh, sure. It got a... Who doesn't like money? Well, it also got a lot of, of Emmy noms, which is one of the things that's just like, right now for streamers, that's all that they can really bank on. That's all that... Because, you know, like uh, Apple uh, Apple TV Plus... Yeah, it's like, like a, it's their only thing, basically, my right? Su- my subscription gets renewed to it every single time somebody in my house buys a new Apple device, okay? You know? Oh, really? Yeah. Is it included? It's like, okay. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, you bought it so you could... So, like, I don't even... I, I don't know. I may be paying for it now, but I don't think I am because it seems like I'm always yeah. getting some new device at some point. So, yeah. But, you know, rest assured, you're okay, dude. Uh, you can get into Ted Lasso and it's safe. If it's going to only have three seasons, that just bums me out kind of because of where we're at in this tale. There are so many things that go on in that story that, uh, you know, uh, one of the things is the fact that it's a, a, a football team that gets deregulated. Uh, well, that's a spoiler, but fuck it. I don't care. That's the first season. It's your own damn fault, Trent. Um, yeah, I, I, live in a, I live in a post-spoiler world. So it would have to be – I would want part of – the story, even though, wow, now it just hits me that the story that the team goes through is kind of running in parallel to Ted Lasso as well, because yeah. his life, even though the show makes you feel good about living, you know, his life really isn't in its best place. And it's kind of like the team runs parallel at the same time. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. At least from what I've been told by, by people who have read up on interviews with, um, uh, Sudeikis, uh, the 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 singular theme behind the 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 narrative is fathers. Hey, wow! Yes, that is true. One way or another, it does seem to be playing out that way. Yeah. Well, dude, we gotta. Uh, I'm not trying to apply any pressure here, but clearly, oh. I've, uh, we got to do this more often because I feel like we have so much more. I didn't expect us to be TV top heavy in this yeah. way. Like we didn't even talk about the robots, how emo got a voice. He has uh, he because, you know, he pre-shipped. Uh, well, I don't want to say he pre-shipped. Uh, they made a dedication to try and get product out by a certain date for emo, uh, the robot over here. And yeah. um, in that, I don't think the software was fully developed. And there was a, an update on September 6th where they finally gave him a voice. So now he can actually talk. Uh, it was one of the things that I said emo was kind of marked down in where vector could, if you talk to vector, you can ask him your name and he'll, or who am I? And he'll tell you your name. Oh, look, he, he has sensed that I have spoken his name and is now exploring. There is the vector. And he didn't have a voice because of the evil sea witch traded him his voice for a chance to walk among men. No, no. Emo didn't have a voice oh. just because of early software development. Um, oh, my bad. But, my bad. Okay. But now he does. Yeah, I will say his voice isn't as cute. And I'm, I'm now convinced I'm going to have to wire up on the camera that you can't quite see that's right here. The audience can't quite see. I think I'm going to have to hook up a microphone here to unmute when I go to this camera specifically so that way you can hear them uh but he did finally get his voice if you want to find out more about it just uh go to my tiktok it's that will wilkins on tiktok as well um so now the two robots are a little more running in parallel i still give vector the advantage because he is always on and can return to his charger whereas emo here is on his skateboard and he has to be put on there yeah uh, I also have to, uh, of all things, Trent, I never thought I would have to entertain this. I have to come up with a way to light 
their table, but not for the reasons you think. I often come in and discover that poor Vector has wandered off his charging station, probably because oh, no. he heard a loud noise in the house. And yeah. Then, and then he either gets stuck or he can't be- get back to his charging station. Yeah. Poor guy. What are you saying back there, Emo? Who am I? I don't think he's going to know who I am. No. No. Because I always leave him sitting on that damn skateboard. I did, one day, one day, I cleared off the space and I, I set up space for them to wander around here on my desk as they're meant to. And and I got to tell you, it, it's literally like saying, you know what? I think I'm going to I'm gonna let hamsters loose on my desk. <laughs> it's just not a good idea. Uh, right. but, but Trent, unfortunately, it, well, not unfortunately, but it is, uh, it's dinner time now for yeah. our family. Uh, it is time to go get the pork chops ready. Time to wrap things up. So thank you very much for your time today. Thank you very much for everyone listening or watching, especially the version that will get cobbled together of this. Since I'm going to obliterate it everywhere else and only put out a finely tuned product, which means if I have to edit it, it's never going to see the light of day. Regardless, (laughs) uh, hopefully, Trent, we can do this a little more often. I'll be sure to reach out a little more than I have so that way uh, we can talk about the many more things going on. Uh, Because I feel like... In some ways, life is getting a little more relevant and a little more ramped up, and and we do have more things to talk about. Like there are, there are things in your life we didn't even get to. I we didn't even get to the fact that I think I came up with a way to do once again, do what's in Will's sack. Oh, oh, really? Yes, but I can't talk about it now because we're out of time. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 Will. Always leave them something, something for next time. Yes, and 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 the great thing about it is, it's a way to drive them to a destination site as well, and Ooh, it would I encourage see. live uh, participation yeah. as well. So yeah, but we can't talk about it right now, Trent. I'm sorry. Correct. Correct. I'm sorry. Uh, we can't talk about uh, what's going on with Devotion Wrestling. We didn't. We don't have time for that. What is going on with no. Devo- Devotion Wrestling? Well, they'll have to tune in next week to find out. There, oh, he's committed to next week. We'll see when that yeah. is. Uh, as always, if you're not following NetHeads on air on Twitter, do so. It's the best way to find out when the next episode is. You can also find NetHeads on air on Patreon if you want to continue to support the show. Uh, and uh, potentially may, let's just say if you hit up at the Patreon now, you may be able to get the coins still. I'll just say that. There's the gold one. For the top tiers, there is the blue one for everyone else. And I've got another variant that are, they were painted black, but then I also used a little rub and buff on them to, to give them kind of more of a, a coin look to them. So sure, sure. we got those. And, and by the way, I, I now decided the first mistake was calling them coins because since they're 3d printed, I could have easily gone with, and maybe we'll do this for the next run for 2022. Uh, poker chip style because their oh, poker chips are plastic, yeah. right? Yeah. Or 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 uh, pogs, Will. Oh no, I don't want to hear about your pog collection. <laughs> oh, by the way, have you seen Rick and Morty this season? No, I th- has it gone up on the HBO Max just recently? I well, I don't know if the whole season is up there because I've been watching on Hulu and I record it, but uh, yeah, yeah, but but all of the current season is now up there and okay. They actually tie up some loops. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I dove uh, feet first or head first, as it is, uh, into um, solar so, opposites. And I thought, like, 
oh man, this is almost like an fu to to all the uh, Rick and Morty fanboys. Oh, really? I I haven't seen all of it, so I wouldn't know. But interestingly enough, in uh, during the season, there was always discussion after the episode amongst some of the writers and Dan Harmon about what went on. And and I will say, most notably, uh, Justin Roiland not in any of them. Uh, of oh the the new Rick and Morty's uh, of the of the after clips talking about the show. Interesting. And, uh, okay, yeah, that man. I'd like to be a fly in the wall, huh? I mean, it it makes you wonder, especially considering yeah. Solar Opposites is. Yeah. It, it's like, I mean, the simple fact that in the first season there was the entire sub story about the people that were shrunk down and their oh. whole world. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, uh, it's something to check out. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. Uh, I, I said all the stuff, the Instagrams and everything. They've been on the video the whole time. Hopefully you're following. If not, it's okay because you're one of the few, the proud now, that uh, that has at least heard of a NetHeads. Uh, and, you know, that's it for now. So uh, until next time, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And we'll be back. Soonish. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. I got to ask you after the weight loss. Yeah. Have you run into the same problem I have where you have a lot of these favorite t-shirts that you no longer want to wear because they're too big? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am down to about five t-shirts that fit that I've recently purchased and, uh, everything else has just been turned into a dog toy. Glad you said dog toy could have gone a different direction. Am I right or am I right?